This is episode 9 of the journal series, a voyage into the mind of someone with challenging mental health. That's me. I've lived with it for about 30 years, so I do feel qualified to share my thoughts, but don't expect solutions. I'm no expert. It's just about raising awareness of neurodiversity. You will hear recordings of some of my journal entries in chronological order, recorded just after I've written them. It's not everything that's in there by any means, but I can't share stuff that readily identifies other people because it's not fair on them to be associated with me. The usual caveat stands, these are my thoughts and feelings and not a reflection on situations or the people involved. Tonight I have to do a talk or presentation about something that I know something about but I don't feel I know enough about. I've got imposter syndrome big time. I need to remember that the people watching will probably know less than me. I hope I'm not too boring or that they won't ask me any awkward questions. I will not lie or pretend that I know the answers to something that I don't. Those are going to be my rules. Fortunately, the community centres have not yet officially opened after lockdown, so it's on Zoom rather than in person. That would have been a whole new level of hell. I can get away with tracksuit bottoms and a reasonable top. And if I put beauty mode on my camera, it will hide a multitude of sins. I am definitely lacking in confidence this afternoon and I feel quite nauseous. I managed to get through my presentation last night. People ask questions and everything. I coped. I need to remember that I can do things like this and get away with it. Even when I know nothing, I'm not sure why they asked me. Maybe they couldn't get anyone interesting, so I do. It's a big relief that it's over, and yet again, I've wound myself up over something completely trivial. I went for the COVID jab this morning. So I'm recording this as I'm sitting in the car waiting to go in for my COVID vaccination. I feel I need to document this momentous event. I mean, it might, hopefully it's a once in a lifetime unless we have to have these things every year. Um, I did wake up this morning with a headache, so I'm remembering that um, in case I think the headache has been caused by the vaccine a bit later. I have, um, I'm feeling a bit stressed about it. I'm not sure why. I've had a lot of people who've had some adverse reactions of my age, so... I'm hoping that's not going to happen. Um, if you're hearing this, I have survived. Um, if not, someone might be uploading it post posthumously, posthumously. But let's let's hope for the best. That was okay. My arm is not hurting yet. Very quickly done. Nicer leaflets they give you. Apparently, I've just had some recombinant replication deficient chimpanzee adenovirus vector encoding the SARS-CoV-2 spike glycoprotein produced in genetically modified human embryonic kidney 293 cells stuck into my arm. Um, yeah, got to go back in a couple of months and have another dose. But so far, so good. I made it home safely. I'm still okay and it's been a couple of hours now. I'm beginning to get slightly paranoid, although I do know the odds of anything really bad happening, like death from thrombosis, are far, far smaller than the odds of me dying on my way home in the car from an accident. Weirdly, I noticed in my rear view mirror that I was being followed by an ambulance, but that was oddly reassuring.
I think I may be having some sort of reaction to the jab. I was very hot overnight with quite a bad headache and it kept me awake. I didn't think I was going to be able to get up this morning, but I have and now I've had a coffee. I'm at my desk and working. No exercise this morning. I'm taking it quite easy. However, I'm eating too much and I'm not doing enough exercise. These two things are actually mutually exclusive, except for when it comes to energy balance, but one doesn't earn another. My body feels uncomfortable. It's not in equilibrium. I've been okay for the last couple of weeks, but all of a sudden it's become a massive issue, more or less overnight. I don't know what to do because I should be pleased that I've had a couple of weeks free from the obsessive thoughts. That's been a good thing. Proving that I can take a moderated approach, but I'm not happy with myself and the way that I'm feeling. I don't care what other people think about me. No one would even notice if I put weight on or indeed lost it. But it's all about the way that my body feels to me and it's like I've got some sort of weird coat on it. If I share this with people who don't really understand, they will say, well, get out and do some exercise then and eat less if it's not making you happy as you are. But as the saying goes, it's not about the fucking food and everything about some emotional response to something. But I don't know what that is at the moment. Yesterday felt like I had a bad hangover with nausea, a bad headache and a general feeling of malaise. It made my already low energy even lower. I had to have a proper lie down in the afternoon and watch rubbish TV from the 1990s. It was a bit of nostalgia until I fell asleep. Today I feel much better. I've not done any exercise today. I'm either making an excuse or being sensible, but I have to mention it because it's obviously very important to me life-defining. Shouldn't be, but in my ungrateful for what I've got selfish existence, it is very important. Bin day today and they'd had to tessellate the Budweiser bottles to get them all into the crate. It looked like a honeycomb structure and I almost took a photograph of it, but then thought that would be a bit weird. I've realised that doing this semi-anonymously is a big comfort. Although I'm willing to admit to my inadequacies, faults and flaws, I've nothing really to hide except to protect other people. I'm still incredibly self-conscious, but I don't think it's exclusively about mental health. I think I'm just generally not that comfortable with myself as a person, but I'm not sure whether it's the tail wagging the dog or vice versa. Today, I've definitely said more than I was comfortable with. It's probably the fact that I just feel a bit invincible this morning because I managed to do a very short strength training session and also have a walk. But it could equally be me just being a twat and attention seeking or, as I prefer to put it, connection seeking. I think I have made some connections though, but I don't feel it right now. I'm just getting the paranoid, obsessive feelings. I'm also curious about the motives of someone else and their comments. Again, it's playground stuff. I'm reading a comment, but hearing it two different ways in my head with different intonation and I've just feel I've crossed my perceived boundary of comfort my safe harbor I've sailed outside my safe harbor I'm more worried than ever that people hate me but I know that they don't because I'm insignificant and invisible in anybody else's world whereas in mine I'm a giant opaque hideous whinging thing I've just pissed myself off big time today
Yesterday has made me question whether I'm in the right place to be a mental health advocate or voyager. I gave myself that title. Am I painting too negative a picture? Should I not be honest because it's not what people want to hear? I am questioning my purpose in doing this. Does my enjoyment of putting together podcasts about my thoughts make me a terrible, negative, attention-seeking, selfish, sympathy-seeking do-gooder? I can hear people thinking just that, but at the same time I can't because no one cares. No one has said it out loud to my face or even written it. Not yet. Not those exact words. Am I permanently miserable or in a state of turmoil? No. Do I hate myself for doing this? Or in fact, just all the time, day in, day out? Yes. Do I want people to tell me I'm a lovely person and throw compliments in my direction? No. I don't want to hear them. I don't know how to acknowledge them. And they will just ricochet off my bulletproof exterior. My thoughts are normal to me and I don't know any different. But I didn't realise that those thoughts were different until quite recently. I thought everyone hated themselves. Everyone was unhappy with themselves. But apparently not. I am okay. I am fine. So why do I need to advocate for mental health awareness when I'm fine? Surely this makes me a fraud. Yesterday was a bit weird and I didn't write anything, which on reflection was completely the wrong thing to do because I had so many thoughts that I really should have brain dumped them. I've realised that I should work on visualisation. Two scenarios recently, the 10k, I positively visualised a much better outcome than I had on the day and it made me feel a complete failure. Yesterday, unintentionally, I'd visualised an awkward confrontational outcome that didn't happen. Both of those scenarios made me feel physically ill, but in different ways, probably as a result of the mental stress associated with them. Does this mean that I should moderate my visualisations and perhaps cut them down from aspirational to achievable? I'm not sure that I can really stop the negative visualisation. I've always thought that if you imagine the worst, then the reality can only be better. I feel safer imagining the worst and the two scenarios recently support that. The positive one was negative and vice versa. I need to shift my perspective on this somehow. Then there are the scenarios that I hadn't considered before, like my overshare in the wrong forum on Friday. It was unfiltered and it was spontaneous and it's unnerved, embarrassed and maybe cringe so much that I'm not sure what to do. And obviously the default position in this circumstance would be to just hide and cut off from everyone which isn't helpful, so I need to do something different. One day I will enjoy what I do without overthinking things, but I have had many, many years of practice doing just that. Socially, yesterday was good. Once I got over my initial feeling of doom, it helped that there were people who were aware of how I felt, and that was really comforting. Perhaps my raising awareness of how mental health affects day-to-day -day life is beginning to pay off. Some days I just don't feel sociable at all. 
and I wish that there was some sort of badge that I could wear that would indicate to others how I'm feeling. People that I know in particular, so that I don't cause offence when I don't want to engage or find it hard to engage. Some sort of traffic light system, possibly. Green is, you can't shut me up, just come and get me. Amber, I'll talk to you, but don't expect a long conversation. Sort of, it's me, not you. And red, fuck off, don't even bother trying. I still love you though, even if I can't show it. I'm coming down from a flat out spin caused by some work news. Full on panic induced. Someone has resigned and I'm panicking. My mind is everywhere. I was going to do something but I can't concentrate. So I'm writing this for distraction. Except I don't need distraction because I can't concentrate. I keep thinking whether I made people feel like this when I resigned. I worried that I did and I think that was justified. Given how I'm currently feeling. I don't want to make people feel like this. I'm not quite sure what to do next. I don't blame the person in any way, shape or form, but I just feel awful. I've got all hot and full of adrenaline. So I'm going to take a few minutes and reassess. I feel like I can't win. I am hungry all of the time and yet I'm eating loads and it's not necessarily good stuff either. I'm still physically tired and I feel mentally shit because I feel I'm abandoning my principles, whatever they are. It is definitely a control thing, I know that, and when I feel that I'm out of control it makes me really miserable. There are loads of things I like to eat and I crave and then when I have them they're disappointing and I wish I'd not bothered. Moving around is taking some effort because I feel sluggish and heavy. I know that going back on some sort of strict regime is the wrong thing to do and I don't know why I want to, but I do. I felt no better when I was restricting, but my head tells me that I would be better off restricting because logically that's the thing to do, but my heart says otherwise. I think I'm healthier than I was when I was restricting, but I don't understand while I'm not feeling more energetic. Bin day, a day late because of the bank holiday, overflowing. Saw an order of service from a wedding in 2019 in one box, but couldn't really be bothered with it this morning. Had a couple of vivid dreams last night. The first one was work related. I was asked to minute a meeting, but when it started, the members were all talking in a foreign language and I had no idea what was being said. That made me wake up with a feeling of dread and panic. When I eventually got back to sleep, I had a weird dream where loads of people were standing in a circle and Jeremy Clarkson was there, not as a famous person, but just as a participant in whatever was going on. He didn't know what to make of it and seemed quite confused. Then a conga started and I woke up. I've started a crochet project for something mindful to do because I seem to fall asleep when doing meditation or breath work at the moment. I've weighed myself for the first time in at least eight months. It proves what I thought. I'm about six kilograms up. I know I'm not defined by my weight, but I feel so uncomfortable with myself that I needed to know. I needed proof. 
It's given me a purpose now and something to focus on. And I know that's wrong, but I don't know any other way. I need to prove that I can lose that weight again. Maybe if I'm convinced that I can influence or manipulate my weight, then I'll be able to rest easily knowing that I've got control over something. And I know this is very wrong. No matter how much I try to deny it, I am very easily manipulated and obliging when it comes to fitting in or feeling wanted and appreciated. I've realised that this has been to my detriment in one particular circumstance recently. A few years ago, I started a friendship. It brought out the worst in me because I was so worried about losing this friend that I just complied with and to an extent emulated them. I thought that I had an ally and I didn't want to lose that. I wasn't being me or authentic. I'm not entirely sure what happened, but we drifted apart. We had a common interest and it very nearly stopped me from taking part, but also COVID restrictions had a hand in that. I'm not the easiest person to understand or get on with. One day I think one way and the next another and tend to act accordingly. But I also didn't communicate this to them, which is my own fault. But the last few weeks have clarified that people won't run away from me if I explain this at the outset. Or they might, in which case it's pretty futile trying to establish any sort of relationship anyway, and I don't want to waste my time or theirs. By socially distancing myself from the friend, and that's not just due to COVID, I've opened up potential for new friendships, and it's beyond reassuring to know that, I think, by being open, these people accept me, I hope. And when I run away and hide, metaphorically speaking, they'll understand it's nothing personal. It's just my brain having a bad day. And they won't jump to the conclusion that I've fallen out with them and I'm not speaking to them out of spite. I hate to think that I've upset people. It makes me feel sick and full of adrenaline. And I want to physically hurt myself and have done in the past. I can remember this from a really early age, certainly one instance at infant school. I don't want to alienate the friend. I don't know what's going on with them or has done in the past. I do believe in giving people the benefit of the doubt and to a degree, the be kind always thing. I'm a little bit more be civilised always though. At the end of the day, it's turned out quite well. I'm building new friendships on a much more solid foundation. I now want to do the things that I was avoiding because of the atmosphere. I'll readily admit that I was disingenuous, a bit of a twat and a bitch, but I'm moving on from that now and I'm looking forward to being able to be me around people and making some real friends. So it's all good. It's felt a particularly long and arduous couple of weeks. My first jab and go experience of vaccination seems ages and ages ago, but it's all good. I'm partly protected and of course I'll be going back in a couple of months for the next one. Let's hope I don't feel quite as rough afterwards. I've learned that honesty in friendships is really important and that some people will just never get me. You're always told to cut negative or toxic people out of your life, but I don't want to believe that of anyone. You don't know what's going on with other people. They could be thinking and feeling like me and it does hurt when you're excluded even if 
you don't really blame them for excluding you. It hurts a lot and I don't want to cause anyone to feel like that and it's quite a complicated thought. It's Mental Health Awareness Week as I record this and I'm questioning why I'm doing it. I hope that it's helpful and if not you can just have a laugh at my shortcomings and inadequacies and general hopelessness of navigating life. Thanks for hearing me. You can find me on Instagram if you want. I don't post anything there, so I don't know why you would. I might be back if I can convince myself it's worth it, but just in case I can't, have a good life. Bye.